Amen. By what we have heard, even if we close the meetings and go home, we will go satisfied. That the Lord has spoken to us. Amen. Amen.
There is nothing big for God. Goliath is no match for our God. Coronavirus is no match for our God. Coronavirus is no match for our God. Cocolo tains a catonda of faith. is no match for our God. AIDS is no match for our God. Amen. He's bigger than all our problems. He's bigger than all our challenges. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us read the scripture. We're going to read three places. Amen. Uh, you are all welcome. We shall do introductions tomorrow. Amen. We are glad to be here. When the world is uh, they're running back and forth. Uh, busy running to look for entertainment. But uh, we are here to worship God. We are the reason why He was born. Amen. So we are reading from Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 1. We will read together verse by verse. Okay. At the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release every creditor that lendeth all unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor, all of his brother, because it is called the Lord is release. <laughs> Of a foreigner thou mayest exact it again, but that which is thine with thy brother, thine hand shall release. Munagwanga oyinza okumubanjanga, na yechi intucho nakwebiu, echidi nemuganda omukonogo gunachisumulanga. Save when there shall be no poor among you, for the Lord shall greatly bless thee in the land which the Lord, the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it. Na yete wabe nga mwavu jori, kubanga mukama katonda, tare menga kukua mukisa, monsimo kama katonda wo, jiakua okubobu sika okujiria. Now, when these principles of the word are followed, the Lord promised there shall not be poor among you. He taught them how to give. Do you know if you have a heart that 
easily releases. You easily release your brother. Do you know that is a, a principle that automatically attracts blessings to you? If we had a church where everyone had this uh, uh, easiness to release, there shall not be poor among us. Only if thou carefully hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all these commandments which I command thee this day. For the Lord thy God blesses thee as he promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow, and thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over thee. Wanga mukama katonda o anakuwango mukisa ngabo yasubiza erono olanga mawanga manji na yete we olenga erono fuganga mawanga manji na yete bakufugenga gwe If there be among you a poor man of uh, of one of thy brethren within uh, uh, within any of thy gates gates in thy land which the Lord thy God giveth thee thou shalt not harden thine heart nor shut thine hand from thy poor brother. But thou shalt open thine hand wide unto him, and thou shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wanteth. Na yeto lemenga kwa njulu zangalo zojari, soto lemenga kumuola, ebina mumalanga, uroko etaga kwe echo chabaridua. Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked, in thy wicked heart, saying, the seventh year, the year of release is at hand, and then I be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him naught, and he cry unto the Lord against thee, and it be seen unto thee. Wekumenga, walemoku ba umutima guo echirozo echikodo, ngoyogiranti omwaka ugo musambu, omwaka ugo kusumuluamu, guna atiro kutuka. Eiso lione riba ebi, elimuganda uomuavu, notamuwa chintu, in other words, you know that the seventh year you are supposed to release that which you lent unto him. He must not remain a debtor to you. It is the Lord who has released him. And then you know that uh, the seventh year is coming. And then you say, no, I will not lend him. Because if I do, uh, he will wait till the uh, seventh year click. And then he will not uh, pay me back. So I will not lend him. That is, a, that is wickedness. Amen. Amen. 
and you will not find favor with God. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore, I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thine hand, wide unto thy brother, to thy poor, and to thy needy in the land. And if thy brother, an Hebrew man or an Hebrew woman, be sold unto thee and serve thee six years, then in the seventh year thou shalt let him go free from thee. And when thou sendest him out free from thee, thou shalt not let him go away empty. Thou shalt furnish him liberally out of thy flock and out of thy flower, flower, and out of thy winepress of that wherewith the Lord thy God has blessed thee, thou shalt give unto him. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in the land of Egypt, and the Lord thy God redeemed thee. Therefore, I command thee this thing today. And it shall be if he say unto thee, I will not go away from thee because the, he loveth thee and thine house because he is well with thee. Then thou shalt take an awl and thrust it through his ear unto the door and he shall be thy servant forever and, thou sh the, and, and also unto thy handmaid, unto thy maid servant thou shalt do Likewise. It shall not seem hard unto thee when thou sendest him away free from thee, for he hath, um, for he hath been uh, worth or a double hired servant to thee in serving thee six years, and the Lord is, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all that thou doest. Tuluozanga chizibu bonomu teiranga dala okuvako kubanga yakuweleleza emyaka mukaga okusinga emirundi ebiri oye yakuweleleza ngempera era mukama katonda wanakuwanga mukisa mu byonna byokola May the Lord God add blessing to the reading of his word Mukama katonda gatomukisa kusoma kwe chigambo chimutuleko Now we all realize I believe that God was teaching his people 
to be generous. Are we different from those people? We are God's people, right? That was God's family in the Old Testament. And who is God's family today? It is us. We are God's family today. Does God change or God does not change? So if he trained his people generosity in such a way, has he changed? Well, I'm not teaching about generosity, but this scripture has touched me deeply in that aspect. Imagine you lend a brother that your money, and now the year of Jubilee is coming. If it reaches when he has not paid you, you don't owe him. He doesn't owe you anymore. You must freely and, uh, uh, and willingly release. Let go. God will provide. It is God who has given him that money. It's called the Lord is released. Amen. The Lord has released him from that debt. The Lord has released him from that pressure. He has to be free. God wants his people to be free. You must not suffer with the burden forever. You must be free. Praise be the name of the Lord. So the brother must not remain with such a burden of oppression. Pressure. Oh, that date. Oh, that date. No. Let him be free. Who has set him free? The Lord has set him free. He has set him free from your money. Yeah. He has set him free from that debt. And after he frees him from your debt, for you, God will bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. If you bought him, he's a Hebrew slave. He must not work rigorously forever. He must reach somewhere where he is set free. Although he did a mistake or he did a crime or he got broke and he sold himself to you to be your servant because he ran bankrupt and the condition has, uh, the situation has put him in that condition he must not labor forever he must work six years when the seventh comes he is free no matter how much 
much you bought him. He is free. And the Lord has set him free. That is the Lord's release. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, that was beautiful. And the Lord told them, even when they harvested, they must not harvest everything. They must not comb the field. No, when you are harvesting your maize, you must leave there maize cones on purpose. Be seized for the poor of the land. You live there on purpose. For the poor of the land. Because they must come also with a basket. To do some gleaning. So that they may have what to eat. Don't eat it all. And don't consider the poor. Do you know why we are poor? Because this law has not worked in us. God gave his people, his family. The children of Israel, this principles to leave, to leave them as a character because it was going to make them rich and then after that he told them you shall be head and not tail you shall rule nations but you shall not be ruled if you observe these principles if I stopped here, I would call it a summonette. A summonette and would go home with that. That would be, be beautiful. Because I just strayed there, I wasn't intending to preach on that. Brothers and sisters, this principle of releasing, please take it in your life. It was not only for the children of Israel, it is a principle for everyone. It is a principle like you see a gravitational gravitational law. Gravitation works for everyone. Whether you're poor or rich, black, white, yellow, whoever you are, whether you're the richest man on earth, you're the richest person on earth, gravitation works on you in the same way. So this principle also works for everyone in the same way. Even, even the sinners when they learn to give when they are generous still that principle works for them principle is principle it doesn't matter who you are principle is principle that's why the sinners they plant seeds and if they get the right atmosphere they grow and students what that righteous does. Recently we, we had a preacher. Uh, that I met in Nigeria. We, we, we watched him on, on, on the screen here. He was talking about the power of principle. And if you defy principle. It doesn't matter 
what you do thereafter. Principle will just defy you if you defy it. He said if you put a seed on the table and you pray and speak in tongues and jump up and and fast for the days, will that seed grow because of your prayers? No! You have defied principle. So you are praying in vain. What about if you put it in the ground and you don't pray? Will it germinate? It will germinate. Why? Because you have followed principle. Amen. Amen. That's why the wicked harvest and the righteous also harvest. As long as they have applied and followed principle. So one of the principles that bring prosperity and success and riches and blessings is giving. You must learn to give. Don't withhold good from your brother. Don't withhold. He wants to be to borrow from you. If it is in your means, give. And what if you will you cheat my money? Let him cheat it. When you cheat it, it is his Lord who will pay. Hallelujah! Amen. Suppose you were in the, among the children of Israel at that time. And then the brother waits and sees a year of jubilee is coming. And he said, let me wait for the year. Who will pay you? God will pay you. God pays you in many ways and he does he pays you the way you don't even expect. What about if you say now the year of jubilee is close at hand? I will not give my money to this brother because the year of jubilee may catch it. What has he said? That is a wicked heart. And it is a curse. Therefore, borrow your brother. Help your brother in need. Help your brother in suffering. When you lose it, God will give you. What you have, it's not you gave it yourself. And you don't even know what you haven't received yet. You don't know how much you haven't received yet. The goodness of the Lord is like an ocean. You cannot drink it and finish it up. That little thing that you withheld and you don't want it, you don't want it to go. It might make you to lose a whole ocean. That's where we even place tithe. 
Thanks be to the Lord. And taking care of ministers. And the Bible says a Levite who is in your doors or in your courts. Never eat anything good from him. The Levite who is in your courts. To give a Levite. It is a very great blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't intend to preach these words. But let me preach these words. Brethren. If God gives you a minister. And you know this is a servant of God. God has given you blessings and riches. He has given you blessings. You want to be blessed? That Levite. Do good things to him. Do good things to him. You see how blessings will overflow in your life. There is a principle. Paul said, even when I was in such and such a place, you sent tidings to me. Things that you sent to me. I failed to pronounce that word. And he said, but now I have. And I'm not in need. Because I received the thing that you sent me through. But my God. And he said, those things were sweet smelling silver before the Lord. When they gave it to Paul. Those things smelled so good before God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then Paul said, And my God shall bless you according to his riches in glory. Before you quote these scriptures that promise blessings, Lord, you said we shall be head and not Lord, you said we shall rule and not be ruled. Lord, you said my God shall supply your needs first read the conditions and with that promise was given I believe it does not apply to everyone who claims it or who quotes it it applies to the one who has Fulfilled the principles. And which the promise was given. You don't pay your tithes. You don't pay your offering. And then you claim. My Lord you say. Like the Bible says. My God shall supply. According to his riches. You said you open the windows of heaven. And blessings. It was promised to who? It was promised to a, to a faithful believer who gives his tithe and offerings who takes care of the Levites who, who borrows to his brother without reservations and when it lets to be paid he does not cast. But he releases for the Lord. Are 
Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Are we together? So this subject tonight, I'm going to call it the Lord is released. But I'm going to first read uh, our convention or theme quotation. I read it yesterday. There is a sister who posted it the other day on uh, Speckled Bar Forum. It touched me so much. And I felt in my spirit that uh, it uh, applies to this to this meeting. Down along through the ages, down through the past 50 years, many things have happened in the churches. Many people have fallen away. We are sorry to say this, but today in this great fabulous temple, this was in Angela's temple. Where they were celebrating 50 years. Beautiful as it is. And we thank God for it. But I'm sure today that every believer along with brother MC Fasson. And all the rest of you would part with everything we got and laid on the altar of God. You would part with everything we got and laid on the and laid on the altar of God. Amen. For an old-fashioned pouring out of the Holy Ghost again like it was in the beginning. In other words, there was a longing for those old happy days. Do you know that song that said, God bring back those happy those happy days. When the Holy Ghost fell in every place. And the love of God shone on every face. Lord, bring back those happy days. How many have heard that song? So I believe when Brother Branham was preaching this message, that revival had faded away. And there was a longing for rich. That genuine believers felt if it meant for them parting with anything they had in life, they would surrender it for that revival again. What we need is 
that today my Christian friend a jubilee time now the devil has taken many believers captive, captive during this time. For instance, coldness and wildness has slipped into the church. Now we could take another subject, but I think myself as one of you together. The thing we are here for today is in celebration of the old-fashioned Holy Ghost revivals. That we used to have that I hear our fathers talk about. How the angels came down and sang in the meetings. If you have read books like uh, Another Wave of Revival, and there is another title that Bartleman gave another book about Azusa Street Revival. You'll find all these testimonies of how the angels would come and sing in, in the choir. And sing as a choir in the, in the, in the meetings. Amen. Amen. Those were glorious days. Amen. Amen. And once those days come, you don't want them to live. And when they leave, you will remain with a hunger. And nothing can ever satisfy your heart. You know, nothing can replace them. Amen. Amen. I've heard the pastor of Crovedel Bible where he's called a pastor. Edibisco. He's one of those uh, Pentecostals who came from that. Who witnessed that revival. I've heard him testify. And said, there is no words you can speak that can describe. He said, the glory that was in those meetings. The supernatural manifestation. He talks of a certain time when they were in the meetings like this. And like the Holy Spirit came and drew a line like this in a conversation. And one side shouted. Lift ye all everlasting gates. Like in unison, like the choir director has directed them to speak that. And then this side said, Let the King of Glory come in. And then the other side said, Who is the King of Glory? Mighty in battle. Oh, yeah, the king of glory. You know that's that's 
That is a scripture. In the Old Testament that was talking about Jesus Christ, the mighty Christ. How he was going to descend into the paradise. And it shall be said, Lift ye, O everlasting kings. And let the King of Glory come in. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord of hosts, mighty in battle. He, he ascended, he descended there, having wrestled with the devil and defeated him. And he comes down to paradise. With the blood all over him. He was still wet with blood. Hallelujah. Amen. And the children of God were there. Found in the, in the paradise they could not come out. Amen. And as he stood there, Job looked at him. And he said, You remember, I said, My Redeemer shall stand. And I will see him. My eyes are not another. There he is. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And Ezekiel must have looked at him. Ezekiel. And said, that is the man I saw. Oh, that is the wheel in the middle of the wheel. And Daniel, when he looked at him, said, I remember that man. In the lion's day. That is the man I saw. That is the stone that was cut without a hand. That is the man I saw. That is the man I Tapped one another and said, Do you remember that is the man who joined us in the fiery furnace? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And then he collected them. He led them in the victory dance. He said, Come out, my children. It is finished. It is done. I have already redeemed you. You are free. The devil is defeated. Satan there was such a great revival. There was a revival also among the bride here in East Africa. In 1993. It started very much in Kenya. One brother who is a personal witness told me. One evening service in their church in Kericho. After we are closing the, church, the service. The pill of fire came and stood above the crowd. And all of them saw it. And the others fell. Others, you know, they collapsed. And they fainted. And, and finally, late in the night, they had to move out. And as they moved out of the church, the pillar of fire moved with them. When they stood in the 
compound is stupid. And as they moved, it moved with them. When they reached a junction, one group took another direction, another took another direction. The pillow of fire splits. And one, one piece went with another group. And one piece went with another group. Those were glorious days. Lord, bring back those happy days. But remember, brother, sister, that was not the brightest revival. The brightest revival is coming. That is why, that was just when, that was just a, a, a sample. The God of the message is so real. He's not a dumb God. He's not silent listener. He is a real God. He has never left this message. We are not walking in darkness. He is there with us. And he's supposed to show us signs. Brother, a journey without signs is a, a troubled journey. You can't be sure. But when you meet signs on the road, and they tell you 50 kilometers to Kampala, then you are sure you are on the right road. God is purpose is to keep manifesting signs in our midst. Supernatural signs to prove to us that we are on the road. Angels came down and sang in the meetings. Oh my hallelujah, praise God. In that very church that I've talked about, the pastor lost his wife. And as they carried the coffin to go and bury her, when they were lowering her in the in the grave. The brethren in Kenya, like Brother Kuri, I believe you're with us in this service. They are witnesses to these things. They say that funeral was like a, a convention. The anointing that was in the funeral. Now, this is the testimony of it. I saw pictures. Of that funeral. Where the pillow of fire. Came and shot. Shot in the grave. But as if that is not so phenomenal. I have this picture still in my album. I believe it's there. I'm going to check it. If you want to look at it. You ask me. I'll take the and I will send it to you. You see a white being who is not a, like a real person. But it's not a Muslim. This is white, like, like a white paper. And he has glittering eyes like that light. And he is putting on a oh, hallelujah. He's putting on a gown, a gown. Down to the hands and the feet. And he was, he was doing like this. 
And there is a brother and your brother who was uh, a backslider. And in that funeral, he came and also tried to carry the coffin. And when that picture was taken, the brother left holding the coffin. I was told that he gave a testimony that he felt so weak to, to hold on. God didn't want him to hold the coffin of his son. And that angel was pushing him away. That is a picture of an angel. Not a pillow final, but a real being. An angel in a picture form. I have it in my house. And one unbeliever testified. This woman has been buried. Even by white people. Where did they come from? He said I saw three white men standing by the side of the grave. And people said no there was no white person in this burying. He said I saw them with my eyes. And when the pictures were printed. Printing. That's when the brethren confirmed that the man truly saw white men. Those were not white men. They were angels. Brother, even in your death, even in your burial, angels will come and escort your body. Because it is not a misfortune for you to die. Precious is the death of the saints. Those are the testimonies that were among the children of God. Into what we call the Holy Ghost revival. And the bosom of the Holy Ghost was going on. Signs and wonders were happening. And people were putting things right and repenting their sins. And people spent nine all nights in their churches praying. Once Sister was giving me testimony. This is Sister Leti, Sister Guanero. Yes, Sister No, Muchara. I could see the same. Testimonies. And could not want the testimonies to end. She told me they would spend a whole month without sleeping in the house. They go to work. They come back home. They prepare food for children. They put to sleep. They go to church. From church they come home. They come and dress up to work. They come back home, prepare food for the children, put them to bed, and they go to church. Day in and day out, you spend a whole month, you have never slept in your house, but you're sleeping in church, praying and seeking the face of the Lord. No wonder there was a revival. In that kind of devotion, a dedication, God cannot fail to come down. Surely that was a revival. I tested a part of it. 
of it. And before it happened in Uganda, the Lord spoke to me that was going to send a revival. Because I was longing for the revival. I'd come from a Pentecostal church filled with the Holy Ghost and anointed. When I came into the message, the message was so dry. Not the message, but the message church. You could feel the anointing that is on tapes. And that is in books. You could feel that anointing is not in the church. On the tapes it's anointed. You can feel the power of God. The realness of God. But the message church was so dry. They sang bound. They preached bound. Everything was bound. I was so discouraged and frustrated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go but I said. I come. I'm coming from. They are fighting the message. Here they don't have the, real, the reality of it. I better stay where they agree with it but lacking the reality. We shall work together and trust God together and all hand together. God will give us something. He will send a revival. And I said long, 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 long. One night I had a dream and it was promising that it's coming a revival. And it didn't take long. Those brethren came from across the border. They were preaching about the bosom of the Holy Ghost. And they were giving testimonies how God had visited their nation and how bad things were happening. How sisters were raising the dead and how God was speaking in the meetings. How God of the message is real. Hallelujah. Nothing could hear because I knew this is what we have always needed. And we still need it. Like Brother Waiso preached. It is not just the letter. The letter killeth. But the spirit giveth life. Brother Branham said yeah, we have put too much emphasis on the mechanics. Brother Branham and nothing on the dynamics. But it takes both dynamics and mechanics. So here that we are commemorating and celebrating when the Holy Ghost first fell. Amen. Amen. He said, and, and, uh, but I think myself, one of together, the thing that we are, we are here for today is uh, the celebration of the old-fashioned uh, Holy Ghost revivals that we used to have. That I hear our father talk about how the angels came down and sang in the meetings and the power of God taken over and sins were born again and good things happened and it came to and it come from old fashioned 
backwards. Sky blue sin killing preaching. And the old Sassafaras type may be men that didn't know their ABCs. But they know Christ and heard the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's where the revival came from. God is always pleased to manifest among the simple. Not the high class. You cannot be high class to God. You cannot be elite to God. That you are an elite, therefore you behave elite God gives grace to the humble. Those people who think they are high and elite and dignified, they are Holy Ghost proof. The Holy Ghost never touches them. He has nothing. He has no business with them. I mean, they sit around and they turn their necks. When they see the people who are shouting at the Holy Ghost, they despise it. They feel it's because they are unlearned. And they are low class. How can you roll like that? He is not just rolling by himself. If the power of God wants me to roll, I will roll. If the power of God wants me to cry, I will cry. If he wants me to speak in tongues, If he wants me to speak to, to jump up and down, I will Jump up and down. Amen. You cannot be sophisticated and dignified for God. He came from such simple people. No wonder they used to sing. It's the old time Holy Spirit. And the devil won't go near. That's the reason people fear. But it's good enough for me. And they also sang. People almost everywhere. We Those are those who are humble people, 
but uh, filled with the Holy Ghost and on fire. And God, God, uh, God likes moving with such people. People who are humble. Because, you know, these things of the world, they mean nothing to God. Nothing to God. God looks at the heart. He does not look at your degree. There is no, you cannot educate yourself close to God. And by worldly knowledge, you cannot know God. We know Him by revelation. You cannot be rich and then you God, God respects you. Now you become something close to Him because you are rich. What is riches to God? It is nothing. Amen. Nothing. That these things of this world. God is the one who created them. Amen. They are all His. So they don't threaten Him. They don't. They don't. They don't. Amen. But He looks at the heart. A heart, a soul. That was made in His image. Whether it is in whichever kind of a body, it doesn't matter on the stature. It doesn't matter on the appearance. It doesn't matter on the clan and the tribe. Amen. He looks at that soul. Amen. And the heart that fears him. Amen. And obeys him. So this uh, that's how it happened. Amen. And he came from uh, all the father backwards, preaching in the old Sapphira type, maybe men that didn't know the ABCs, but they know Christ and had the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what we hang for today. Is a old fashioned baptism of the Holy Ghost. And pouring out of God is blessing. Are you hungry for that? That's why we are gathered here. That's why we assemble this weekend. Because we want that religion. Back in our midst. Not, not something like it. But the real, the, the realness of it. The genuine baptism of the Holy Ghost. Is what we need. Back to the old line again. Many times that we let the world sleep in. That's what's the matter with the churches today. We kind let down a little bit here and there. The devil has come in and from one place or another. Taking a little bit, sleep in here, just a little of this place here and little Bless here. And the first thing you know is got the whole thing in a confusion. But what I pray to God that during the time of this old fashioned 
rally that we are in now that we are having here that men will forget all their traditions all the things that has hindered and lay aside every way and come back to an old-fashioned meeting where people will be born again. I pray that God will give us hundreds of spirit-filled people at the altar. They are praying through to God over sinners and things that comes in during this meeting. Oh, what a difference. Amen. Amen. Praise God. This is from a message called Azusa, Azusa Jubilee. Now, back to our subject. I'm going to add a scripture from Luke chapter 4 Amen. Amen. Are you hungry for that kind of revival? I am hungry for that. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and re and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Umoyo wamu kama gulikunze, kubanga yamfuka kama futa, okuburi daba avu ebigambe virunji, antumi okutende daba nyage okutebwa, no kuzibula abaziba amaso, okubata ababe tentebwa, okutende da umaka guamu kama ogwakirizwa. Amen. Amen. Another scripture in the book of, of Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 8. And thou shalt number seven Sabbath of years unto thee seven times seven years. Abarevi abiri mutano nyuwa munana. Ida oneba liranga sabiti musambu ezemiaka emiaka musambu minuni musambu. And the space of seven Sabbath of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Ida wanabanga wanabanga wajori enaku. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall he make the trumpet sound throughout your land. Awo norioka otambuzange kondere eriedoboze dene kulunaku orwe kumi orwe mwezo gomusamvu. And he shall hallow the fifth the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land and all the inhabitants thereof it shall be a jubilee unto you and you shall uh, you shall return every man to his possession and he shall return every man to his family era muna tukuzanga omwako ogwatano ne mulangire dembe munsiyo na eriya abobonna abajituulamu gunabanga jubilee jemuli era muna komanga wo buli muntu a jubilee shall that 
fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vein undressed. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field in the year of this jubilee. Ye shall return every man unto his possession. And if thou sell out unto thy neighbor, or buyest out of thy neighbor's hand, ye shall not oppress one another. Omwakogwe Amen. So we see in Jubilee, one, it meant whatever debt you have, you are forgiven of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Whatever debt that you have, you are free from it. Amen. Amen. It also meant you are going to retain, you are going to, you are free from bondage. You are free from slavery. Amen. Amen. You are free from debts. You are free from slavery. Amen. Amen. And it also meant that whatever you lost must return to you. All your possessions should come back to you. Your wife will come back to you. Your children will come to back to you. Your home will come back to you. Your bed will come back to you. Your room will come back to you. Your animals will come back to you. You are restored by God restoring you. Oh, what a moment. What a time. Amen. I believe the children of Israel, those who lived in bondage, those who lived in slavery, those who lived in oppression, they waited for that year with a lot of undisputed. When shall it come? And I go back to my children. When shall it come? I go back to my wife. When shall it come? I go back to my house. When shall it come? And I be from this debt. Brother Branham said, Brother Branham Yagamba, when Abraham Lincoln signed it, the proclamation of of special something like that. Abraham Lincoln we are signing Echiwandiko Echiwandiko for the black people to be free from slavery in America. He said that day 
of freedom. Where they knew that on such and such a day we shall be free men and women. He said that the young people climbed the trees and the old people and the children remained down with the drums and having whistles while they climbed trees they didn't want to even miss a moment of the sunrise they climbed the tallest trees and they watched the horizon in and when the sun comes out like this they don't want to miss a moment so when they saw the sun rise the young men above the trees they whistled and shouted we are free we are free and the old people dropped and jumped up and down Shouting, we are free, 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 There is joy in being free. But I want to tell you, there is more joy in being free. Spiritually, by the Son of God. Abraham Lincoln, when he said them free, they were joyful. Abraham Lincoln, he But what about the Son of Man? What about the Son of God? When he, the great emancipator, when he set us free from sin, he set us free from bondage of Satan, from death and the grave. When he said it is finished, oh, hallelujah! Amen. We ought to whistle and shout and rejoice and say we are free. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my glory be to God. I like that song. It says it became midnight at the, at the, at the, uh, in the middle of the day. When Jesus died, and the rock rang, and the earth shook, and the veil turned, and the angels on the horizon, they waved the crimson flag of fire, and they were saying, in victory they saw death in victory by the son of God the mighty conqueror the blessed lamb of God the lord of hosts the captain of the armies of the lord when he said it is finished Oh, hallelujah. Amen. It is such a jubilee. It is finished. You can now have your sins forgiven. You can now reconcile with God. You can go back to your property. 
Brother Branham talks about one time when he was walking into Brother Branham museum and he bumped into a black person with a ring of gray around his head. An old man and he was gazing into glass. And, and tears, tears were dropping. When Brother Bram looked at him, he was trying to stop. Brother Bram, he said, Papa, what, what, what is it? What is, what is the problem? The old man said, son, do you see that cloth in there? In the glass. Do you see that stain of, of blood on him? He opened his back. He showed him a slave belt scar. He said, do you see this scar? That blood there. The blood of Abraham Lincoln. Took away. My belt. Hallelujah. Amen. And Brother Bram looked at him. Brother Bram and said, Papa, I know of another blood. It also took away my slave belt. The blood of the Son of God. The man said, I know that blood too. Oh, they began crying in the museum. museum. Oh, the blood of Jesus. I'll forever be grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. I will forever be grateful of that blood that set me free and whom the Son set free. You are free. Do you know you're free? You are free, brother. brother. You are not a sinner. You are not a slave. You are not a servant of the devil. I'm no longer slave to fear. I am a child of God. I am a 
katonda. Not by my works. Not by my goodness. Not by my doings. But it is by him who loved me and died for me and set me free. Amen. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Now Jesus was prophesied by Isaiah to preach the acceptable year. That's what we want to deal on tonight. Now. And the acceptable year was this that enduring the time between so many years. Acceptable year is the year called in the old writings the year of Jubilee. It was every seven years was Jubilee. Every seven years they let the ground rest. They grow no fruit on it. Planted no crops. They let their crops in the field rest every seven years. And at that time was a jubilee. And every time that there was a slave that had been sold. All a Hebrew man had sold his children. Children for slavery. Why would anybody sell his children? Maybe he ran so broke. He cannot feed them. And he's too poor. He sells them to slavery. So also we got so broke and so poor of character of conduct so poor of godliness and we sold our children and we sold ourselves into slavery. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that sounds like a horrible thing. But I, you, but I stood a few nights ago and watched the same thing take place. When men would bring their daughters, young women, put them up in the slave market and, and strip them down and sell them. They are for slaves. One of the fellows that was in, not in our party, but had joined up with us there, bought a lovely young lady for the sum of $35. And got a writing in law. Just like you get a, a title for a car. Some sold for $10. Some was just give away. And how that in any place where the name of Jesus Christ is in respect, human beings and women become no more 
than animals. animals. I visited a slave market in Mombasa. Where all the slaves of East Africa were collected. Maybe some are your uncles. Or your grandfather's brothers. Who were sold in that very market. It is like a market of animals. It is a big Market with big iron bars making a steep wall of iron bars and heavy gates that they would drive them there and then the Arabs would come and pay for a number of them and through the ocean Take them to sell them in the white man's Right here in Mombasa. I visited it. I saw it with my own eyes. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And there used to be, uh, there is a preacher in, uh, in West there. He's a precious brother, friend of ours. Let me say, brother Keith. Your brother Keith. He were, we were together. If you want to see Brother Keith weep, it's when the story of slavery is mentioned. He told me also a place that he visited like that in West Africa. And how it had the last point after they have selected them and paid for them they take them to the last point at the beginning of the ocean and it is written on point of no return meaning now no, you never return back but Brother Keith was very happy that although his fathers were taken there hundreds of years past the point of no return. But for him, he could now return to the land of his forefathers. In, Africa, in other words, God defies all man's ways. He's returning. He's returning. His grandfathers are returning in him. Oh, he gets so excited just to be in Africa. To no, this is the land of my grandfathers. These are my real brothers. Oh, there is something about that. And how we ought to praise God for a country that we live in. For the morals and things. It's a shame how we treat the thing that we, 
We do have the freedoms of God. Now they would sell a slave. This girl here now, she can go out and be a wife. Or she can be a handmaid. They sell her for look at her teeth. You know, see how strong she is. Whether she can work or not. Or if, if she's virgin or not. And so forth. And you can buy them and get as many as you want. Many as, many as you can take care of. Many as you can pay for. You look at one and say that one with a, with ball with big shoulders. That tall one. And they, they 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 give them the price according to their stature. Man without God is an animal. How do you treat your brother like that? A human being like you are. Maybe because of the difference in car or whatever. Those black people in America. They would treat them like real animals. They would breed them. They would breed, they would breed them to look for a bigger race, for a stronger race. For a bigger breed, they see a bigger, a tall woman. They see a tall man. Someone they select them. And they make them together. They bring them together. They did not mind whether that is your mother or your sister. You have to breed together to produce a stronger slave for their selfish gains. So, that is slavery. It is a horrible thing. No wonder they climbed the trees. No wonder they celebrated to be free from that kind of selfishness and meanness and brutality. In one time, Brother Branham said Abraham Lincoln was coming from the ocean. Abraham Lincoln And he saw two white men. Holding the hands of a very strong Negro man. Side by side. Because they were taking him to breed with women. Looking for a better breed. And he was fighting them. And they were hitting them. They were hitting him with a rock in the head. And I, that time he was... Uh, he had not yet fought the thing. But because of a godly background and a godly heart. He smote his hands together. And said, this is wrong. It's wrong. 
Even if it takes my life. Oh, Brother Brown said when he read about the story of Abraham Lincoln. And he knew how drinking had brutalized his people. The Branham people, the Branham family. How it Abraham. had made them poor as a family. He, he said Branhams died with boots in their feet. He also smote his chest and said drinking is bad. It's wrong. He said one day I will hit it. Even if it takes my life. You know, you'd rather be a physical slave than to be a slave of the devil, than to be a slave to a demon, than to be a slave to a habit. But if Abraham Lincoln, a man, could save fellow men from bondage, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came yes, to set you free. So when he says, whom the Son sets free, is free me. we must know what that means. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And now, the same thing was in the days of the Lord when they took a slave and sold, him and sold it. Then every seven years, there was a jubilee year come by. Now this was a great time and it has a great significance to the people of today. Great time. Now the slaves would be in the field or wherever they was at work. And then maybe bent down under the load of, a task, of the taskmaster. The owner. And he was full Lord and master over them. Because he had a legal paper that showed that this slave belonged to him. He would treat it like a horse or whatever he wanted to. It was his slave. But then every seven years it was the law of the Lord that there was a jubilee and when this jubilee came by then the priest rode the land sounding the trumpet and every slave that had been bought with a price and became a servant was given the privilege to be made 
free go back home again back to his loved one he was redeemed back by grace he didn't have to pay anything he loved ones didn't his loved one didn't have to pay anything. It was an act of God. What a beautiful illustration. Today that men and women in our country and everywhere else has sold themselves out to sin. Drinking, gambling, carousing, doing things that they ought not to do. And become slaves to the devil. I met a young lady here no long ago. She said, Brother Branham, I would give anything if I could only break this band of whiskey. She said, I started when I was a little girl. Went with a boy that drank. We started mixing drinks and I became a perfect slave to it. If I don't have it, she says, I just go wild. If I could only get rid of this. Do you know there are better people like that? I stayed with a girl of this kind, alcoholic. When she tries to spend a day without drinking, she becomes nervous and starts shaking. And what can bring her back to settle to no more? If she can get some alcohol and drink. Bondage! I said you don't you you can't do it yourself. But I know someone who can break it for you. The Lord Jesus Christ has come to make you free. Amen. Now if you'll notice in symbol that jubilee repeats now again. Every so often there is a revival strikes the land. The Welsh revival it closed not long ago. Yeah, you we might go and have Billy Graham's and all Roberts and over the, the land everywhere. And no matter how much we try, how great we try to organize our people together and burn them it and burn. It takes God to bring a revival. We are trying to have a Christian business organization. That's good. Now they are trying to have an interdenominational ministers association. That's all good. But brother, as long as it's just man, it will never mount anything. 
spirit of God to get amongst the people. Now in this great Welsh revival that started that was a jubilee time for the Welsh people. Every revival when it strikes the place it's a Jubilee time for those people. They started just a bunch of illiterate people. Just preaching the gospel. And the power and the glory of God begin to fall. Until businessmen will go to work. And sit down at their desk. And weep like babies. And close their business. Oh, that's when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. Farmers in the field would be sitting on their plows or plowing. They would stop their teams and get out in the field, rank sinners and raise up their hands to God and cry out for mercy. People walking on the roads and everywhere. Whistles started to blowing. And everything else. There was a revival on. Amen. Amen. That's what America needs tonight. It doesn't need a Billy Graham. Or it don't need a, an old Robert. What it needs tonight is the Holy Ghost moving amongst the people. Claiming the year of freedom. Let me say it like this. That's why, that's what the message Church needs in Uganda. Before we talk about the sinners out there. That's what we need. The message church needs in our place. We need this kind of a revival. From the pulpit. To the last seat in the church. And another church. And another church. And another church. Because if there is a place where things are becoming more formal and formal and cold and and wildly and wildly is in the message church. You know this kind of a revival. Yes. The Holy Spirit moving among us, the people. Claiming the year of freedom. Doesn't need a new organization. Doesn't need a new setup. The only thing it needs the Holy Spirit to come in. Convicting power. You could preach the gospel till, till you turn gray. You could no 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 
you could work signs and wonders till you you turn gray except god gets among us the people and goes to moving why when that revival started a minister went down to a place where there was a culvert that crossed the road omweleza yakira wanseri awali omukutu echigoma echasalanga mukubo stopped his horse and got over his this culvert naimiliza embarasiye nadda kuchigoma chino and said almighty god naga this city is all polluted down here said cause every man Every man, woman, boy or girl. That passes over this calvert. To fall under conviction by your spirit. He went and got a good faithful warrior. Stuck him and that place to pray. Stay in their day and night. And pray. Do we have such warriors today? In a meeting like this one going on, we ought to have them hidden behind those rooms praying. And fasting. He went on into the city and asked permission to ask. The blessing at the table before the dinner was served. Kumeza. Kumeza. Said, all right. And he stood and said, Lord God. Cause every man and woman that sits at this table to come under conviction. And it was said that and wrote by papers that men, men would pass over that covert and stop their horses on the road and start weeping and crying. Men and women would come to that table and sit down and get their food and push it back and would weep and cry That's the kind of revival that we need tonight. Where God gets among us the people. How is that related with Jubilee? That is the real jubilee. For that is what sets the slaves free. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why I said we need it in the church first. Amen. We can start a meeting, work signs and wonders. I notice it here. I, um, I go out and sometimes in the meeting, blind seed up here, and people come around and says, and say, that's wonderful. Amen. 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 
When the revival you don't, you don't hear of them no more. They write back out. Well, yes, I believe in that. We what it needs tonight is not a new preacher. What it needs is the Holy Spirit. Get amongst the people. Go to stirring them. Hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Amen. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be filled. Wherever it is, it takes the Holy Spirit to it. I read about a book about this Azusa Street. I mean, this West Revival is talking about here. And the book says, It was like a nation is being born all together at once. The whole of Wales. Wales and actually, Brother Branham in another place says it would reach a lunchtime. People working in the field and people working in the coal mines. would get out their whistles. And they blow whistles. And everything gets at standstill. No more plug, no more working, no more activity. And people bowed down their knees and call upon God. Imagine like a whole nation. It's like a convention every day in the whole nation. And it came also, it, it, you know, they said, that book said that you would come and bring a prayer request. Say you are praying for your uncle who is a sinner. And the church begins to pray. And pray and pray and pray. And while they are still praying, before the service ends, you see your uncle come in. He comes to the altar. Crying. And gives his life to God. There was no much miracle because of healing creepers of the world. But there was conversion. Souls and men and women be converted to the Lord. And the book says that farmers and they had to take their their they are oxes back to training. So that they can learn to work and to labor under kindness. Because they were used to work under harassment and curses. And abuses. And beatings. And rudeness. Now it's like the whole nation of people, they are converted and they are sweet hearted and they are kind hearted. And they don't know how to harass even a beast. 
they don't know how even to be rude to and surprisingly, you are rude to your wife. And you are rude to your children. Live alone a donkey. And even rude to your husband. It's because you are lacking a revival. It's because you are worldly. And fallen. Amen. Amen. Now all these days when these priests they take the man out there and maybe hoeing in the cornfield. The master walking down whipping him with a whip. Hurry up there, hurry up. Got her. Got to hurry up with this. But just as soon as that trumpet sounded that man could throw that hole down say I won't hold with it anymore and that taskmaster that slave driver was forbidden to touch him anymore because he was free why he had had the good news the jubilee was on the atonement was made and all the slaves could go free I remember myself, oh my. When I had that good news come to my heart. As a little old sinner boy laying here on the hospital bed. The doctor said you got three more minutes to live. And I had a sound from heaven. That told me Jubilee year was on. I accepted the Lord Jesus Turn loose all my shackles of sin And say to the devil You can't do me any more harm Because I have given my life to Christ Jesus And you can't whip me anymore Since then He's bluffed me lots of times Bluff. But he's not been able to touch me since. Because he's just a bluff. I can hear his whip cracking and popping and so forth but it don't do no good because it can't get me because I belong to the Lord now that's what it means to you who claims to be saved if you're saved, then brother, sister, Kati you brother, are free. Sister, you are free from the whip of Satan. Tell the devil, what will you do to me? You challenge him. Tell him, what will you do to me? Death. Where is your sting? 
You grave. Where is your power? Devil, what can you do to me? I am free. Because I belong to Jesus. I am redeemed. He redeemed me. I am his. And he's mine. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Now we notice this fellow. After he was free to go. He was, he was go back to his home. Go back to his loved one. Go back to his wife and children. He was free. He didn't have to be a slave anymore. Do you know when Jesus died at the cross? He, he released you from bondage and from slavery. Do you believe that? And then also, he released you to go back to all that you owned before the fall. You had perfect fellowship with God before Now you can have perfect fellowship with God. You had perfect fellowship with God before the fall. Now you can have perfect fellowship with God. You had perfect friendship with God before the fall. Now you can be a perfect friend of God. You had eternal life with God. You have eternal life now. You are a son of God now. You are a son of God now. You had eternal life then. You have eternal life now. You had power power then. You have power now. Hallelujah. Amen. You were a creator then. You can create now. You were omnipotent then. You are omnipotent now. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, sir. You had perfect joy and peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You have it now. No wonder you can say healing is mine. Joy is mine. Peace is mine. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks be to the Lord. You have to know and understand the authority and the power that you have in Christ Jesus. You're not a slave to sickness. You're not a slave to sin. You're not a slave to situation. You are free. Jesus died for you for you to be free. For you to rejoice in your salvation. To walk in anointing. So that you can walk in power. To walk in authority. So that you can walk in joy. So that you can walk in victory. Brother, sister. You're free, brother, sister. You're not a slave. You are a child of God. Whatever you are released, and you are given all that you had lost. All that you had lost. They are all yours. Thanks be to the Lord. You are free. You're free to be healed. A good healthy body. 
It's your freedom. It's your freedom to have a good body that is healthy. There has no sicknesses. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Branham, Brother Branham says that when they came and took Lot, Abraham said, Everything that is in this land, it's mine. Now as they've taken Lord He's counted on me I have to redeem him And he went and fought And he brought back his brother Lord Because whatever is on this earth Is mine I have authority over it I have ownership over it and he says that when the children of Israel when they came back coming back from Israel when they came back from Egypt that land was occupied by it was there in that land they say this world this land was given to us as a land of an inheritance our dwelling place our dwelling place he said much as that body your body your body you are not a body you are not a body no you only dwell in a body. But you are not a body. So, that body was given to you by Jehovah as your dwelling place. Hallelujah. It was given to you by God. So, when it is sick and it is attacked by cancer, that is a heavy tide. When it is attacked by TB, that is an amorite. When it is attacked by whatever disease, that is some you fight it out it is your dwelling place this is my dwelling place it must be healthy it might be strong it's my dwelling place I cannot hear it with a hivitite no way the hivitite must go I must enjoy it border to border Border to border, river to river, everywhere is mine. I have to enjoy my body health, joy, strength, hallelujah, all is mine. So, devil, devil, you have no. In my God given land, I serve you notice now. Leave. I serve you notice. Satan leave. Cancer leave. TB leave. Hallelujah. Amen. Tumors leave. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Weaknesses leave. Hallelujah. I, 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 I am free. This is my land. I cannot dwell in it with you. Listen. In the last weekend challenge, my wife had taken some good months. 
She would take like two weeks. When she would do anything, she would spend the night groaning. She had a problem with her lungs. They went and checked her. They told her you have some. That some of her ribs and lungs collapse. They said that fluids collect in her, in her lungs. Now when she does any task, it's like she has aroused the problem. We call people here to be prayed for. She came here, she was the first one here. I laid my hands on her and I prayed for her. From that time, from that time, the lungs got healed. Hallelujah. Amen. It is our God-given right to refuse to dwell in our land with those alien nations with the Hittites, with the Hivitites. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Hannah is there. Hallelujah. Amen. We are in Barana service. She was so weak. She had a tumor. She would walk like this. She wouldn't want even to touch it. As the service was going on, the presence of God swept over her and the tumor disappeared. She, she had, it was like she had run mad. She came running to the pulpit. She said, hey, people, people, it has gone. It has gone. It's gone. It's disappeared. The God that we worship is alive. Hallelujah. Amen. He said there'll be an enemy to your enemies. It is not you who will fight them. It is him who will fight them. But you just stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Give me my mountain. Caleb came to Joshua. And he told them, you know, remember when I came with you. 40 years back. I don't know, he said, now I'm 80 years. And he said, by now I feel I'm stronger than how I was then. So, give me my mountain. Hallelujah. Joshua is the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit cut for you your path. He's here giving you your mountain. The Holy Spirit is here giving you your mountain. He's telling you joy is yours. Joy is yours. Joy is yours. Victory is yours. Healing is yours. Power is yours. Victory is yours. Provision is yours. Joy is yours. Eternal life is yours. Eternal life is yours. The Holy Spirit is yours. Deliverance is yours. This is the year of Jubilee. Jubilee is here. Jubilee is on. Jubilee again a mass. He has sounded the trumpet. The Sunday sound retreat.
He has sounded the trumpet. The shall never sound retreat. The mighty captain we have. The Lord of hosts we have. He shall never sound retreat. Praise God. He's sounding go forward. Go forward. I am with you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will give you eternal life. I will give you. I will adopt you. I will adopt you. I will adopt you. I will take you to heaven. I will resurrect you. I am with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Gain the mass of brother. Fight for every promise that is in that book. Every promise that is in a book is yours. This is the year of the Lord. The year of Jubilee. All the debts. All the debts. You've been forgiven of all the debts. When the Holy Spirit comes down, yes, when Jesus comes, all the debts are forgiven. Have you been having a debt of sin? Have you been feeling unworthy? Have you been feeling that you're nothing? That debt has been forgiven of you. Feeling defeat. Feeling you are a nobody. Feeling you can't have victory in prayer. There is a death there. That death is forgiven. Go free. There is no condemnation on you. There is no condemnation unto those who are in Christ Jesus. The devil has been oppressing you. He has been telling you. Remember then. Remember what you did. Remember what you did. Remember what you did. Remember what you did. He has been oppressing you. That prayer has been forgiven of you. You've been forgiven of that debt. Or you are dembe. 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 You're free to receive the Holy Ghost. You are free to be healed now. You are free. 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 It is the Lord is released. It is the Lord is released. It is the Lord is released. Don't worry. Don't worry of that debt. Don't worry of that debt. Don't worry. It is the Lord is released. 
you can shake your master's hand and say now you are as good as I am I am as good as you are I am as free as you are farewell I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. This is the year of Jubilee. Brother, brother, you were not made to fear. You are made to be a ruler, to have dominion. The Bible says we are kings and we are priests. A king has a domain. A king has a domain. A king has a domain. And you are a king. He has made you a king. And every king has a domain. Hallelujah. And your domain, your domain is every principality. Every power, sickness and what is under your feet. Principality is under your feet. Disease is under your feet. Sin, 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 Sin is your subject. You're not a slave to sin. Sin is your subject. You're the one who rules over it. You're not a slave to this body. You're the one who rules over the flesh. You are a ruler. You are a ruler. Say I'm a ruler. I'm a ruler. I'm a king. Amen. He has made us. He has made us. He has made us kings. He has made us priests. You are a king. Amen. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Whoever was in slavery, there was always a reason that took him to slavery. There was, a, there was always a mistake that brought him into slavery. There was something wrong that happened in his life. There was something wrong that happened in his life. Oh, he had a mistake that he had done. And he was sold into slavery. Maybe he killed a human being. And they sold him. Maybe he got poor and he sold himself out. When he also got poor in manners, you got poor in character. But listen, your taskmaster has no right to tell you, remember what you did. He has no right to tell you, it is the Lord who has released me. Amen. 
If I had it, it's you're not less concerned. If I sinned, you're less concerned. Whatever I did, you're less concerned about it. The Lord is the one who has released me. It is the Lord is released. Amen. Over the manager sent a maker. Uh, it doesn't ma it doesn't matter how much money I, I was owing you. Over the manager sent a maker. It doesn't matter how much money I was owing you. I no longer owe you. Do you hear that saying? Do you hear that trumpet that the priest is blowing? Do you hear that trumpet that a priest is blowing? Do you hear that trumpet? Do you hear that trumpet? I no longer owe you anything. I no longer owe you anything. I am free. How much money have I been owing you? The Lord has paid it. It is that trumpet that you are hearing. This evening also, as a priest of the Lord, under the Holy Spirit, I'm blowing a trumpet. I'm saying you're free. I'm saying you're free. I'm saying you're free. I'm saying you're free. You're free. You're free from that sickness. Tell that sickness. Tell coldness. Tell that coldness. Tell that coldness. I am free. Tell that non prayerful life. I am free. Mugambe, Mugambe, Mugambe. Tell him, tell him. Mugambe. Tell that trouble. Tell that sickness. Mugambe, do a dembe. Tell him I'm free. You're less concerned about the mistakes that I did. I am free. I am free. Brother, sister, Brother, sister you're free. Proclaim your liberty. Tell that sickness, I am free. Amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. From today, you're free. You are free. Brother, sister, Brother, sister, you are free. Amen. Not by might. Not by power. But by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord. You're free. Accept your liberty. Accept your liberty. You're no longer slave to that habit. You're no longer slave to that habit. You're no longer slave to that habit. 
You are no longer slave brother sister. To brother sister. To that habit. Amen. brother return to your possession sister return to the baptism of the Holy Ghost return to right to holiness and power return to the joy of the Lord return to the peace of the Lord he said my peace I give to you return Possession. Return to your fellowship with God. Claim it now.
Glory to God. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. This is the year of Jubilee. This is the year of Jubilee. When the lamb shall walk and the blind shall see. When the Lord shall the captives free. This is the year of Jubilee. This is the year of Jubilee. When the lamb shall Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks be to the Lord. <laughs> it's wonderful to preach in the home church. Because as, as you preach, you see living testimonies. Amen. Amen. I want you to stop a bit and listen to a testimony. There is a brother here that I see roaming around praying. Brother Gerard Kaira. I don't manifestation. I've never prayed to someone who had manifestation of demons than this brother here. I think it's like 15 years back. Brother Jerry, remember when were baptized. Exactly. It was 15 years. We took him to Lake Victoria in Kazi. When we put this brother in water, he almost drowned me. He stood up in the air with water. And his eyes turned. I fought with that brother to cast those demons out of him. And he got calm. After baptism we went. We reached at the, at the shores. I noticed the way his eyes were staring. I Noticed it was cigar. It wasn't peaceful. Uh -huh, it wasn't peaceful. I knew demons are still there. I deliberately sang a song about the blood of Jesus. To provoke them. When I sang that song, his eyes protruded. Like a cobra. They move like this. He fell on the ground and stretched like a snake. 
with eyes blaring. He started moving like a snake. Moving back to the water. To, the, to, to, to the lake. We jumped and held him. And we cast the demons. This brother before. He came to the Lord. He was playing drums. In Mengo. Mengo. That is the hub of demons. So that's why he got all that packed with demons. And we held him and pinned him on the ground. And I told brethren, be, be still. I exercised the authority over the demons. And I commanded to live. And they left. And he comes. From that day, he is even a minister in the Semoto. Glory be to God. That was his jubilee. There is a number of people here who have experienced their jubilee moments. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Sister Jennifer Kakuru, where are you? Are you around? Sister Jennifer Kakuru. She didn't come. That sister was ailing with a back. I think he said she said 16 years. It could reach a moment where she could hardly do any work. And she came to church here. And as the word was going on, she said a sweep went over her. That she felt. And the back calmed. From that time, she's free. So many cases. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I've given you a testimony of my wife. That lady is with that problem for so long. She could not take two weeks without ailing. She was tired of antibiotics. And some doctors were warning of a cancer. But from that weekend challenge, the previous one, she does any rigorous. And she's free. Only the other day she was driving and she made an accident. And the steering hit in her chest. And she has been treating a pain as a result of that accident. But if it happened the way she was that time, 
should be gone by now and God delivered her weekend challenge how many are here and God did something for you in the other weekend challenge? Outstanding. That is outstanding. Raise up your hand. There are hands there. Maybe it's good to write testimonies. Now we are going to pray. Your jubilee is today. It is the Lord's release. Hallelujah. It is whose release? It is the Lord's release. It's not the will of God for you to live in a body that is ailing that is being disturbed by sicknesses. It is not his will. He paid for you at the cross. When he paid for you at the cross, he paid for your salvation. And he paid for your healing as well. Brother Branham says that healing is an earnest of resurrection. If he can take this sick body and heals it, he's showing you then that he has an interest in you. And even it will be rotten, he shall resurrect it. That is an earnest. You cannot say it will resurrect. We cannot claim that we shall resurrect. We cannot claim that we shall resurrect. And we are scared to believe God for the healing of our bodies. If you believe that the power of God will restore your body when it will be nothing but dust. What about now? When it is only eaten by cars. All the epilepsy. Oh, when symbol. Oh, when it has a tumor. Oh, when I whatever it is. Oh, when it still has life. If you believe, God will resurrect it. Hallelujah. Amen. That lady was AIDS, was HIV. Positive. That's why she shouted. Amen. Amen. And tested in the hospital. She was positive. Came here prayed for. She got healed. Went back tested negative. Went back tested negative. And now she's married. And she has a child about 10 years old. God. Set her free. When the trumpet of Jubilee sounds, you're free from your testimonies. You are free from your debts. And you're free to go back to your possession. It is a time of restoration. 
And since Jesus read that scripture, that he was sent to declare the acceptable year of the Lord. That year is on from that time to today to tomorrow. Until we go in the rapture. That year is over. Jesus Christ is still delivering the captives, opening blind eyes, preaching good news to the poor, and declaring the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year is the year of Jubilee. When we are preaching, we are only bringing his voice to you. But he is the trumpet blower. You are free. You are free. You are free. He blows the trumpet through preachers. And he's the one who heals. And the Holy Spirit is here to fulfill your healing. We're going to pray. You don't need hands to be laid on you this evening. Just believe there where you are. The Holy Spirit is right there. He's there to turn you loose. He's here to deliver you and all things are possible. Just touch where you're ailing and raise up your hand. If you're ailing all over, just raise up your hand. It's enough. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you came to set the captives free. And you are the same yesterday, today and forever. Seven church ages down the road, you have been walking in the midst of your church and declaring freedom to the captives and setting them free from sin, setting them free from habits. We cannot deliver ourselves. But you are more than able to deliver us. Even in this last in this last church age, you are more than even before. Among your bride. Because this is the age of adoption. It's the age of the restoration of all things. Therefore, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, to your sons and daughters that are here, to every man and woman, you put us in this body as you put Abraham in Canaan to possess that land, to live in it. Peacefully. We cannot 
suffer bondage in Kana. We cannot suffer bondage in our promised land. Therefore, Lord, who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by your stripes we were healed. I pray for your sons and daughters. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come over them and go through them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Let every fetter be broken. Let every shackle be broken. Let every habit go. Let every bondage go. Let every devil go. Let every spirit of sickness go. Let every cancer disappear. Let everything be disappeared. Let, let every diabetes go. Let every deliver disease go. Let every headache go. Let every pain go. Every organ of their body. Every tissue. And every all the nerves. Let them receive the healing power. Father, Tata. direct your power in every area where the devil is hiding, where the enemy is hiding, every cell, every tissue. Every organ where the devil is hiding, let the power of God be delivered there. The power of the Holy Spirit and deliver your people. Deliver your people. The Lord is released. Let them enjoy the healing and the freedom and the restoration that you paid for them. Kind heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For setting free your people. Amen. Hallelujah. You are free. You are free indeed. Do you believe it? Take it with you. Walk it. Think it. Confess it. You're free. God bless you. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, let our sins and griefs to bear. 
Today from morning we didn't give our tithes. Our offering. Service is not complete without offerings. I request the deacons to pass the offering bags. Let us give as we sing.
how vast beyond all measure that he should give his only son to encourage his treasure how great the pain of searing wounds Oh! 
Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you all.